everybody <laughs> yes welcome back to the show and this hour we have deborah Justry on who is known affectionately in the community as the creatress of transformation and deborah has spent at least 40 years probably several lifetimes over the leading the edge of ever changing what we call the new paradigm of our culture today our creative culture so prevalent in the bay area our renaissance community is now global deborah has been helping to make that happen since her early 20s. She's been supporting a number of different uh, personal growth groups through the years. Transformation, sustainable lifestyles, spirituality. You might have uh, heard of the Health and Harmony Festival. That was one of Deborah's creations, later to be known as the Harmony Festival. And now she's recently gone to Egypt, was there for activating ancient temples. And what does that mean? How does that uh, fit to creating a better world today? We're about to find out. Deborah Joustry, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alan and son. So great to be here with your show that you've been doing forever. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. Really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, we consider it a time log. It's the real-time movie unfolding. It's just our little digital breadcrumb of responding to things when we first hear about them in these very transformational times. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yes, and thank you for all that you've done. Certainly the Harmony Festival is one of the big moments that changed my life things that happened there that just opened me up to new possibilities. Yeah, you and millions of others. We did it from 1978 to 2011. Wow. At the end, we had 30,000 people, and it was always unfolded the next cutting edge every year of what was evolving in the consciousness of the culture. So from holistic health to ecology to new tech, spirituality, to new politics and lots of music, of course. Yes, lots and of music, many stages. Lots, oh, and always yeah, organic uh, Food was amazing, all and, these great, uh, the art, uh, visionary artists. And spiritual awakening. It really covered the human spectrum, getting us ready for the age of Aquarius that we're entering. Really? Yeah, and people came from three states to come. It was like the first festival of the season, so it's where community, big-time community gathered and connected and cross-pollinated. It really spread a lot of light, love, and consciousness, and that's what it was supposed to do. And it was held at a beautiful place, too, where you could actually have real grass underneath your feet, unlike Burning Man <laughs> later. Which... Yeah, 12 acres on Sonoma County Fairgrounds. So that was our home. We took over the whole fairgrounds. That was amazing, yeah. What a place to spend the night, even. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. Our community really met and grew up together there and is now mm -hmm. poised for really working together to bring about the miracles that we need <laughs> for the future. We're all still at it. 
And I can't imagine after doing something like that, you'd stop. Now, what what did you get into after the Harmony Festival? Well, you know what I've found out, Alan, is you can't retire from a mission, from a spiritual mission. (laughs) Sure. You know, you can retire from a job and a company, Uh but spirit doesn't let you retire. You fine-tune what you can contribute Mm -hmm. with all your resources, your contracts, your expertise. So if you're really on mission, spirit gives you even more to do. That's at the next level of what's coming in. So honestly, that's what I've been doing is elevating all that I can give Mm. to the next level with what I'm doing. So as part of that, you were visiting ancient sites in the old world? Yes. I've been studying with Stargate for about 20 years, 15 years. Stargate is a spiritual tool, technique, transmission that was developed by Pragit as Alcazar came through him, which is a multidimensional group, kind of like Bashar or Cryon mm. or any of those, and transmitted this geometric design that he created this titanium structure with. And that creates a field. And people, when they meditate around it, that expands the field. So that's how Stargate came. And it's very high, high level information of the next new paradigm that we're evolving into, which can be called ascension as our humanity evolved to the next level of its ability and growth. And I can talk more about that. And so they decided to go to Egypt. And I've been there twice Uh because Egypt is really one of my homelands. When I was there earlier, I really felt the roots of my soul, whether it's a past life or it's memories or it's just being spiritually connected in that lineage. So I didn't really need to go again. And I thought money, time, I shouldn't go. But when it came up on my computer to go, my finger just went punch. (laughs) I said, I'm going. (laughs) So those kind of things happen. And it drew 100 people from around the world to go on this trip. Wow. That's a big group. Wow. 100 people. Yeah. And mostly women and a few cool guys. So, cause women are more into these things and it was definitely a spiritual journey, Hmm. but it wasn't until we got there that we went into our first meditation and the information came through as you are here on mission to activate the sacred sites of Egypt. Really? So you got there and then that's when the mission... Yes. They said specifically in this transmission, humanity's consciousness has risen enough now that they're supposed to go back to their original power to help balance and activate the earth. What we understood is in ancient times, and we're not talking about 5,000 years ago, which our Egypt history kind of locks into. We're talking about the Sphinx being much, much older from that. There's Mm -hmm. lots of documentation on that. The Sphinx was a highly activated, healing, inspirational monolith. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought of its purpose was back then. How did did that work? Was it like a high-level geomancy of some sort? Yes. What they said is people came from all over to get transmissions, to get inspiration, to get healings. Of course, we've all heard the Hall of Records is buried underneath. Edgar Cayce said that. Actually, while we were there, we were also told there's not just that one sphinx. There's actually a partner sphinx that's to the east that's buried underground that will be revealed sometime soon. Wow. Wow. And while we were there, we had this very wonderful Egyptologist who does not go by traditional Egyptology, although he studied all that. Mm -hmm. But he's able to look at the hieroglyphics and see much, much more like that Egyptians actually had higher technology that they use for levitation. 
which is kind of a duh instead of millions of workers rolling on wooden rolls, which is what our <laughs> yeah, Egypt yeah, you know, um, history tells us. Yes, I heard they um, were pretty knowledgeable on sound and perhaps sound and levitation exactly, were connected. Yes. Kind of a lot of what we're getting glimpses of now and the new technologies that are starting to come in now, because like they said, our consciousness, our awareness is rising to the next level to be able to use these higher technologies to assist the world. All of that was in there. Would you say that part of uh, rising to the next level is remembering the levels we were in in the past? Oh, yes. And that's what's so great about taking spiritual journeys like this. Like me personally, that's why I go to sacred sites. Mm. Because I call in, whether you call them past lives or spiritual lineage, I call in the knowledge that I had there at that time. And those codes and that information comes into me, and I definitely feel like I've elevated to the next level. So hmm. calling in, yes, what we know during that time from our own memories on the inside, and because it's meant to come into the field and be received by so many people that are starting to now come up with new technologies that are finally being released now instead of suppressed by the powers that were. I mean, healing so, technologies that, that you've seen, yeah. like uh, sound devices or light machines? Well, or? even the EE system where I have a healing center in Sebastopol, that scalar wave technology that Tesla tried to bring in with the healing technology. And of course, he was squashed in a lot of what he did. Hmm. But then Dr. Sandra Michael Rose found that and realized she could build this technology and support the healing. And so I have this healing center. It feels like I'm bringing back the times of the Egyptian temples or Atlantis. Oh, interesting. Center. I always thought the EV machine was more of a high tech, more of a computer. Is it using ancient technology that involves sound and, and, and light? It is using light. It does not use sound, but we do sound healing within our healing temples. We combine all that when oh, yeah. we give sessions. But yeah, there's hundreds of testimonies of how that helps people now. So that's one technology that's slipped in through the back door, spread all over. There's 350 healing centers all over. And uh, we have one in Sebastopol and there's some other ones in the Bay Area. Our mm. center is Energy Wave Center. So that's an example of like the beginning of the technologies coming in now. But we've all heard, I'm sure it's been on your show, the free energies and all kinds of other stuff. That's yeah, a lot right of stuff coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Life. As a matter of fact, I was yeah. just going to ask you, one of the things that I'd seen in ancient uh, Egypt, or I was hoping to see, was uh, what you might call a giant tuning fork, but it's designed to that when you strike it and it creates the sound, you touch the spine with it and it resonates your whole body to the frequency of that tuning fork. You yeah, know? we actually do that in our energy wave center. Really? We have tuning forks there, yeah. yeah. And, and we use that as part of the healing there. So yeah, that's a part of it. I didn't specifically see that in Egypt. It was big, it looked like but, a staff, but you know, it was a serious, it like vibrates the body more than just something you would hear through our tuning forks. Yeah. Um, when you go in the temples, there's so much sacred writing and pictures and all of that on the walls. It's just mind-blowing. Yes. So there's a yes. lot of that there. Do you do any oming there or any, any chanting? When, any oh, agents? yeah, totally, in the king's chamber. So I can tell you a little bit about the activations, if you like. Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you about that. Well, what first of all, uh, for the uninitiated, uh, what is an activation? So an activation is where you go into deep, sacred space in meditation and an altered state. And you bring in these higher forces and higher energies. Sometimes you're working with multidimensional groups. Like we had our guides were Stargate, which they worked with 
Alcazar, which is like a multi-dimensional group. But then the other person was Vivian Chavez, and she is actually a galactic contact. She is an Arcturian hybrid, huh. which means she was conceived in the ships with an Arcturian father and a human mother. Now, I've known her for eight years. She's amazing. She came into this body in a human body, but she actually has an Arcturian soul. Huh. She's very different and special, extremely wise, and is connected with her star families when she does the activations. That was a part of what happens. Now, you explain, have you heard of Arcturians before? Or is she the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So does she fit the profile from what you know about Arcturians? Yes. Yes. There's many types of star groups out there, and Arcturians are a very high-level civilization that is like our older cousins. They're here to help us get on with it because when we evolve to the next level, it helps the whole universe evolve to the next level. Mm. And we're not doing so great right now, but but yeah. we're there. there. There is really so many people waking up on the planet now. All the bad stuff is out there because it's the dysfunction coming up to the surface so we can all see it Wow. reveal it and heal it. Yeah, I was so going to ask you about that. Process. How did you, I mean, it wasn't that long after you came back and you were doing these activation ceremonies that the whole Middle East became a focus of attention, but for other reasons. <laughs> and do you yeah. see any, any connection between what was going on? And Only that it's just a progression of everything that's dysfunctional in our world is coming right up to the surface. So everyone feels can see it. And at some point, there's going to be critical mass consciousness decisions in a different direction. Because so many people are just looking at that and just going, no. And of course, there's all kinds of things behind the scenes that's being revealed. Like so much is being revealed these days. So it's more awareness. And that war is not the only war going on. I heard Greg Braden say there's like 22 wars all around the earth. Hmm. So that's the one that's getting the attention. But there's a lot of injustice happening on the earth that needs to be healed. So that's part of what will happen as we go through this whole planetary ascension yeah. process. It's almost like a weather pattern over our species, though the war is going on here and there. Yeah. Outbreaks. So let's talk more about ascension and the role that you're helping people with and what people can do themselves. Yeah. So ascension is a word that's being used now, which really means the accelerated spiritual process that's taking place within all planetary life forms during this cosmic evolutionary cycle. And it's what a lot of us came in for. Like we're part of a soul group because we're kind of soul family. And a lot of us said, hey, we're going to show up at that time because the planet itself is evolving to the next level. As being shared with a lot of ascension teachers, the planet is moving into this next sector where its vibration is increasing. And we hear that already with the human resonance and all kinds of stuff happening with solar flashes and everything. So the vibration is increasing to the next level and humanity is evolving to the next level, which some people call the golden age, the Sata Yuga, the rainbow warriors, the 5D consciousness. All right. Um, what about yourself personally? How has your consciousness shifted, say, since the uh, end of the Harmony Festival? Well, I know I came here for that. And the Harmony Festival was a big part of that. Because I, as a teenager, I woke up with the 60s and said, wow, there's something that's shifting on the planet. I'm behind it. And I started the Harmony Festival at 22 and then continued to use it to help raise consciousness. So that was kind of a beginning level. But then what really happened was at 2012, 
there was another major shift, even mm -hmm. though people were saying the end of the world. Well, it was the end of one world and the beginning of the next world. The end of the Mayan and calendar. And at that yeah. level, yeah. my consciousness expanded to understand a whole galactic awareness and a whole planetary ascension awareness. Really? So and was that a particular with, event, a shift that happened at the 2012? Were you, were you down in Mexico when that, when that happened? <laughs> I was, but I think it was everything in my life. It was the end of a dark night of the soul, which oh. is a part of the ascension process at time. But yes, that was an evolutionary process. And then things keep coming to me more and more. With the ascension process, basically what you're doing is you're healing anything, any density within you, any negativity, anything that brings you down to a negative level, which can be your core wounds, your limited beliefs, anything within you, which has been kind of a process in our culture, at least, of going through that personal growth. And then you start opening up your consciousness to next levels, which is opening up your intuition, opening up your ability to manifest, opening up your frequency of love is a, a huge part of it. Because what we're talking about is elevating to the next level of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. And spirituality is called awakening. But no, it, I, I like it, the idea that it's after you've you've hit, you worked on your wounds and you've healed your wounds. What's, oh yeah. What's next? Uh, where do we go down. from here, right? And yeah. And what better and to do than develop your own abilities? And then it stabilizes, so you start to live in the quantum consciousness of the next level, which is unity consciousness, which is a whole other state of being. And then yeah. what we're really doing is we're creating the new earth together. So we've heard this phrase, the new earth. And that's when our consciousness raises and the earth raises and we start to operate with whole different principles that a lot of us came here to be in, where we have societies that run different. We're not in this pyramid structure, but we're in the collective structure where we all bring our superpowers to the table and make a manifest. And well, there's well, not this consuming. Yeah, I hear you. Now, let me ask you this. Now, you, you've organized many events. Have you been able to create this unity consciousness in event organization? I just went to an event at the Luxor Hotel uh -huh. called Stairways to the Stars, which was a UFO conference with spirituality. So it shared how the awareness of the galactics and the next level of consciousness is really an evolution of our spirituality. We stopped the whole conference and did a meditation with 1,000 people. And there was such love and consciousness and higher vibes in the room. That was like <laughs> a beginning of it, of everyone. Wow opening up their hearts and really living in a whole nother way. Hmm. And yes, it, it does happen. It happens in our communities at times, you know, when people are in their hearts and they're living and being in a whole nother consciousness. Yeah, it's that connection and, with each other in, in those moments. Yeah, so. and now, then yeah. make a manifesting at whole other levels. Yeah, I kind of sense that that's why a lot of people go to uh, church, just to get that kind of collective love feeling for your community. You know? Sure. And mm -hmm. we'd find it one place or another. Well, I'm very struck by the idea that a thousand people did a conscious exercise together and just the way that that energetic shifted whatever else was possible. I think that that kind of approach is signature of how we are going to move forward. It was so powerful. The energy was palpable and we directed it to the healing of Las Vegas and the negativity and the ley lines and the destruction of Las Vegas and the world. Mm -hmm. So it was not only there for us and was so present, we directed it out. It was really powerful. Wow. 
do you find that this kind of vibe can hold up through a work process where everybody is, is trying to like throw an event like this and all the logistics that have to go on with that and being able to create a, something that, that works more synergistically than the traditional top-down model of organization so common in our culture today? Yeah, if you set the parameters of that and agreement fields beforehand and people understand that, yeah, that's where you could really mega manifest because everyone comes with their superpower instead of just one superpower at the top telling everyone what to do. Uh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So everyone yeah. activates their superpowers and the structure that connects everyone will become, yeah. become manifest, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I'm looking at a couple of the resources that you have out there for people, and I'd love for you to talk about them a little bit. We have a couple of free eBooks that activate your soul tribe and the Ascension tips. And I would love for you to share why you put those out and how you think they can help people. Yes. So activate your soul tribe was created as I stopped harmony festival after 33 years, because that was such a big part of that. And coming in and being aware of your soul tribe, understanding who your tribe is, who your soul family is, and what your soul contracts are can help you more consciously navigate and co-create much more with your soul tribe. So it's a free book. You just go to activate your soul tribe and you can download it. It's not too big because things have to be simple these days. And it'll just spark memories and understandings of how you can be more aware of attracting and engaging in your soul tribe and your soul family. And that's a big part of the ascension, because as I said, we came in here with agreements to work together to help raise consciousness and create the new world together. Mm. So it's good to have that awareness. When you meet someone and you go, wow, they seem familiar. Okay, well, that was interesting. No, they seem familiar. Maybe they're a part of your soul tribe and what you're meant to do. Let's follow through and connect and see what's there. So it helps spark connections and attracting people in and getting your community around you. Right. And then the next one was, as I said, I studied for 10, 12 years with all the prominent Ascension teachers and got really clear of what is the evolutionary spiritual escalation we're going through. And so I created, again, very simply in 88 tips so you can easily read it. And it talks about the four different stages. The first one being the awakening where everyone realizes they're in a matrix of programs and they just wake up and they start to become sovereign and start to have other experiences in life. So Mm, most of your listeners are probably here. There's something else going on here than just everyday knick-knack reality. Yeah. Yeah. The second stage is complete transmutation, which we talked about, which is going through that alchemical shift to raise your consciousness to the next level. Third stage is complete soul embodiment, where you start to live that unity consciousness and how your world changed around you. The mm. third stage is the divine human in the new earth and explains what the new earth is going to be like. So that'll seem familiar and some will go, wow, that's amazing. So yeah. you can download that at ascensionnow.org, ascensionnow.org. So that's for free. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's also talk about some events that are in the making because one of your great superpowers is both inviting people and attending places where the most awakened people are sharing their gifts. So I'd love for mm-hmm. you to direct us to some of those things you think are really important for us to pay attention to. Next thing 
I'd like to share is about the Egypt trip because we didn't yes. get to go into. It yeah, I'd like much. to hear what happened. Uh, how do you activate the various centers? Was, was the Sphinx very different well, from the we pyramid? We are going to go into depth on December 6th with the Stargate and with Vivian. We're actually going to go show footage of the activation that happened between the pods and the Sphinx, where Vivian called in her star family and. I mean, everything's shown there. It's amazing. So if you want to witness that and hear from them how we activated the Sphinx, the Pyramid, Dendara, the Temple of Hathor, Temple of Karnak, it's at egyptreactivated.com. And you can either be with us live December 6th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. PST, or you can just get the replay and watch it any time. But that'll share with you in depth what that's going to be about. Okay, we'll put a link up Um, to our website, too, for that. yeah. But Egypt what was really interesting, after we activated the Sphinx, which is very perceptible, you feel the energy, you feel it process within you. The next day on Facebook, the first thing I saw was a picture of a Sphinx that had light coming out of its chest, which is right where we were hmm. when the activation, and it's in a green area. And we were told that when the Sphinx was activated, it was when it was green and tropical. And that was a painting that Gilbert Williams, a very famous artist in the 80s, did. Somehow he put it on my Facebook, and that's the first thing I saw. Because when these things happen, the next day you go, oh, well, that was nice, but it didn't really happen. Yes, yeah. That's a beautiful picture of the Sphinx, yeah. I mean, he actually yeah, shows was, the energy coming out of the Sphinx in that shot. That's a bit... Yes. So that was really wild. Wow. That's so, good lots synchronicity. Lots of things like that happen. And we'll explain them on the show of EgyptReactivated.com. <laughs> now, did you find uh, new friendships were forged? Did, it, did you meet any new folks that are now part of your life? Did oh, you yeah. Care? With these kind of trips, you always do that. You really deepen. That's why I love to go to conferences, festivals, retreats. Because that's where you find soul family that you are like-minded and connected with and can go forward with on whatever level comes up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Are you seeing mm-hmm. more connections between different, what normally would be have been different tribes connecting on a more meta scale? Is totally, it- especially since the pandemic. Uh-huh. When everyone jumped on Zoom <laughs> yeah. and started to connect, we did Saturday Night Alive. We did 90 shows, and that connected people worldwide all over. Yes. So yeah. there's a whole other level of worldwide community that are recognizing Global Peace Tribe family from that. So that has escalated tremendously in the last three years, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a real lifesaver, I think, for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Myself included. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your next step? Where are you uh, off to next? I am going to work on all my projects, and I'm not going to do so much traveling, except for I am going to go to Mexico and get some dental work, and I'm going to share with people all about that because I've, I've come up with this amazing clinic in Mexico that can give dental work for like a third of the price. So helping my fellow soul family to get additional forms of healing. Yeah, some, some and, new types of medical care would be nice. Yes, We're, and that's what the EE system is about, too. I'm working on that, bringing that to community more and just everything that I do. Yeah, I'm still a worker bee for the divine, so still on it. <laughs> Great. Are you still inviting people to subscribe to Deborah Recommends and to Harmony Connects? And you know, Yes, we have ongoing sharing of major online programs and all the festivals that are happening, all the conferences, the top conferences. And they can go to wishingwellportal.com, 
Wishing Well portal. And that's kind of the main portal that people can sign up and get all kinds of information about, again, online programs and live programs. So they're very next level consciousness, health, ecology, all of that is there. Great. Mm-hmm. Boy, Deborah, it is really breathtaking to just catch up with you and hear <laughs> how activated you are and how inspiring that is for this community of beautiful souls that we are blessed with. So. Mm-hmm. And you're so good at recognizing all people's superpowers. You help waken them in, <laughs> just by your presence. Yeah. Would you say that humanity itself is reorganizing? that we maybe will have something more than our nation states? Totally. What I hear from all the Ascension teachers is we're really going through a planetary ascension. Uh And so that is all of us coming together and raising our consciousness and our lives to the next level. So yes, I see it happening everywhere. Even though the negativities in the news, there's a lot, as much negativity there, as much or more good that's happening, that's moving forward. And that's what we got to keep our eye on that ball and keep moving the positive forward. Mm. Would you agree with uh, Bruce Lipton that we're moving towards some kind of species, um, superorganism of some sort? Yes, that's what the ascension defines, is a whole nother level of the divine human that operates at whole other levels what unity consciousness is and it's a whole other way of being instead of the duality and the restrictions of the 3d reality it's a whole nother level of being yeah no i think the unity yeah i think a lot of people are discovering the unity consciousness now from various traditions when you say Mm -hmm. and they meet in the unity i guess this is what happens would it be your experience that once you meet others that have connected on that level they know what to do with each other they just kind of tune in and figure out the infrastructure from there. Yeah, and co-create at a whole nother level, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So connecting the people that you're supposed to connect with is, is what's happening for many yes. of us right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure your show does that as well. You know, yeah. Connects people yeah, I, with people ongoing. Thank you. thank you. Yeah, like minds, right? It's a way of connecting with the, to yeah. be a certain critical mass. Yeah. Greg Braden and the butterfly paradigm and the imaginal cells that those of us who are starting to form this or the imaginal cells of a larger system that mm-hmm. that's taking place. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking myself that it seems to be biologically driven that or, or divinely driven for the larger, a larger processes that we're following our messages or following our intuition or our cues. I, yeah. I, I like to say I used to be looking for clues. Now I'm more following my cues. <laughs> great well deborah i would just like to ask you to give us from your heart a blessing because you're just such a just such a light and i know that anybody listening is going to get a real important message just from anything that you share great so if you got a ticket for this incarnation now you scored So many souls are wanting to get to the planet. So be in deep gratitude and take advantage of these amazing times that we're in. Mm. It may not be easy at times, but so much grace and beauty and evolution is coming towards us. And the main thing is to live from the portal of your heart. That's the bottom line of all the teachings Mm. is to really live from your heart, see Mm. from your heart. That is the doorway into the next stage of development that we're going towards. Mm. So everyone, just be in your heart. The bottom line is love. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Deborah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, awesome. folks, Deborah Giustri, and we are going to be sharing on our DrFutureShow.com website all the myriad ways that you can find out more and get involved and participate and carry this wonderful inspiration into your own life. And yeah, we look forward to bringing you on more often, you know, as things unfold. In the tech world, we have the singularity and the AIs. And all I did want to ask you, oh, yeah. uh, from your point of view, how do you think about the whole AI question these days? <laughs> yeah, in my human reality, I'm figuring it out step by step because definitely technology is part of the new world. What I hear from some of my teachers, it's not, you have to be real discerning of what type of technology. There's a crystalline technology that was used in Atlantis and many other civilizations that goes with the organic timeline. And then there's a different kind of AI that coming in could even be an infiltration into our society. So mm. right now I'm in the observation of it all and just being really careful of how I merge into it sure. and being open to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess in, in unity, wouldn't it? It just seems to me that ultimately nothing separate from unity. How can, right. it, how can it be? That wouldn't be unity. Then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it seems like it would be part of us. Yeah. And, and that, that kind of logic also would suggest that the strangest alien would be part of us, too, mm-hmm. in the unity consciousness. Well, let's yeah. just say the debate about how technology merges with human consciousness in the future is full of all the things that we're debating about. How can we, stewards of the love force and the life force, do our best to welcome those things that enhance our brilliance and our gifts and our desires to serve all life? And how can we discern and protect ourselves from those aspirations that aren't in alignment with that? We have to really keep those questions at the front of our conversation. Yeah. And are we going to have a new money system? Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe a system based on abundance rather than scarcity. Exactly. Do you have any keys to that one, Deborah? I know you do. Do you have any keys to share with people about how to unlock that abundance? Yes. But honestly, I have to get to another. I was afraid of that. Okay. (laughs) To be continued. You're so wonderful to talk (laughs) to. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your time, Deborah. We appreciate it and, okay. and your insights and right. your passion and your love. Uh, it's really, it's really heartening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we'll do this again sometime. Absolutely. Wonderful. All right. Yes. All right. Have a Until wonderful day. Then. Okay. Yeah. Much love. Bye bye. Much love, Deborah yeah. Bye Okay. Bye. Okay. There we go. <sighs> Deborah Juistry, yeah, the founders of the Health and Harmony Festival and still a leader in connecting people and throwing new events that bring us together and in love and light and higher consciousness. Yeah. Well, I always feel so elevated when we touch base with people who are just so full of light and from the community of the Ascension. Yeah. And how separate is this from mainstream consciousness, mainstream media and stuff like that? Is it really is it really that separate? Or in unity consciousness, it seems like everyone ultimately will all connect in this understanding. Everyone who is capable of it anyway. Yeah. I feel affirmed that we're all on track towards the inevitable creative future and the voices that are concerning to us right now are matched with the voices that are inspiring to us right now. It's all gifts 
to focus our awareness on where we can make the most positive improvement. Yes. All right, well, thanks, folks, for listening. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah. Glad you're here. Thank you. Great show. And yeah. thanks, Dr. Future. Show.com archives. Thank you all for listening. And enjoy the show. Six to eight.